Hey guys, before we get to this week's interview, I just want to give you a heads up. Um, when we recorded this episode, it was during our open mic event um, at the gallery. And while the recording studio is its own separate room, um, you can still slightly hear the event going on in the background. So um, if, if you're wondering what that is, that's, that's what's happening. And I know it can be distracting and it can be slightly annoying, at least it was. Um, for me listening back and realizing how loud it was in the, in the recording. But I hope you can enjoy this interview. It's a good one. Um, and uh, I'll just let you know, I apologize, and I will not be scheduling another recording during the open mic event. Anyway, hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Vocare Podcast. Um, this week, I got a buddy of mine, he's an artist, his name's Michael C. Romeo. Um, but before I get into that, I want to give a little prerequisite I didn't do last week, um, and I noticed through uh, uh, listening and, and a few comments. But uh, uh, So this Vocare Podcast is actually a podcast about art, um, not just art, but the artists themselves, um, kind of what makes them tick kind of what makes them uh, thrive, what, what drives them, and what, what goes around in their head. So this is a, an elongated interview uh, just to kind of get to know the person uh, behind who's, who's doing art and stuff like that. I kind of said all this in the teaser. Um, I'm not sure how many people listen to that, but I want to give that heads up uh, just to anybody listening going like, why is this guy interviewing this guy and what's this about and like what's going on here? So that's a little bit of it. It's probably not a very good explanation, but it is what it is, so... Uh, but Michael, man, uh, yeah, what's going Sorry. on? Hey, man, um, I'm glad to have you uh, for the podcast. We've already had one significant te technical difficulty. We've talked for about 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes and realized so. that um, it glitched on me. So now we're doing it again. All right. But man, hey, um, I'm glad you're here. And so thank you. Uh, I'm going to give a little here. bit about you. You're an artist. I am. You, are, you, uh, you, from what I've seen, the majority of your stuff is watercolor, which uh, is. Yeah, really rad because that's right up my alley. Thank you. Um, and uh, we had you in the gallery. Uh, what was it, a few weeks ago? Yeah, uh, August second. That was yeah, yeah. an awesome time. That was a cool um, show. lot of people showed up. Yeah, it was a good Made show. Made a lot of connections. It was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic, man. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. It was. Uh, I I really enjoyed the show. Um, I thought it was great. I thought we had a good like uh, collective of artists because it was a multi artist show yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah, and I thought sure. it was a really good collective. Um, and so I, 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 I love that show and, uh, and I thought, I thought it went really well. We, we sold some art. You sold some art. I did. I yeah. did. And, and uh, uh, so did Luke. I Luke. feel like the wall that we were on actually was the was wall. It the lucky wall. That was the, the wall. wall. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah it was, uh, I can't remember. Oh, Bronson. That's what it was. Charles Bronson. The I Bronson. feel like that just ruled the show. That was I think a, it did. an amazing painting. Dude, was that not awesome? Yeah. So this is uh, an artist and we'll give him a shout out. Luke right. Ryan. He was um, an artist for uh, our last show and he did, uh, I think it was oil of uh, Charles Bronson and it was, it was huge. It was and intricate. It was great. Dude, he did a great job. Wonderful, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It looked just like the back of that movie. 
And you know what movie? Like, when yeah. you say that movie, that movie, you know, you know I don't know the name about. of that movie. <laughs> it's not Death Wish. It's not that. It's a. Uh, it's a western. Yeah, yeah. And I want to sure. say it's Once Upon a Time in the West, but I'm probably wrong. You're probably. I'm going to be you wrong, know? so I'm not even going to attempt. You know what? I might just you know use the old computer in my pocket yeah, and figure it go out. Go and but, Google that thing, man. Um. Yeah, dude. Primarily watercolor. I've been actually getting kind of bored with it recently. Not. Uh, that's the wrong way to look at it. Uh, it's creative slump. Yeah. I feel okay. like I'm doing the same thing. It's like writer's block, but for artists, right? Same yeah, thing? yeah, just it's like piles of shit just keep growing, and like the paper just gets whipped off of the easel. Like that's crap. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. That's crap too, and just. But that's a it's that ridiculous. Is a common like that is a common thing, you, and we've talked about that. that before. That's a common concept. Oh, I got to get my, my my words back in there. The quote right of whole. The, oh like, yeah, because uh, the quote. Because when glitch. I stub my toe at night, you don't feel it. Yeah, it was way better done. That's than my that. new life quote. That one's a great one. I'm gonna tweet that out later. I uh, pay attention to Twitter. Um, um, I do, but, it, but it, it, it is true, man. I mean, I know I say that like a lot of artists because I've talked to a lot of artists. Obviously, artists come through here, and I. Uh, they all have their own tics. They all have their own way of doing things. Yeah. And so, but the one common thing is, dude, everyone, no one sits down and goes, this is, this is it. But I just nail it every time. But sometimes you do. But sometimes you do. You're like, holy every, crap, this is amazing. No way every time. There's no way every time that happens. I don't know. You know like nobody ever. Like Da Vinci? I, you okay. think he was like, oh, this no, is dude, crap. What am I, I doing? <laughs> guarantee Da Vinci was like, this is garbage and no one needs to see this. And he's probably like, um, I created this helicopter and it's never going to work. Crumple that up. <laughs> Try it again, dude. It happens. Dude. His maid went through the trash. Like, this is brilliant. That's it. He probably tossed some stuff out that actually would work. He probably had like a hoverboard from Back to the Future. And he's oh, like, this dude, is never going to work. We don't have the technology. That and a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Did you know? In the world. Dude, this is a small rant. Have you heard anything about Galaxy's Edge over in uh, Hollywood uh, in California? No. It's the, so Disney World opened, so you're a Star Wars guy. I'm, yeah, okay. I picked up on that. Uh, Disney and, and over in California, they opened up a whole section of their park, and it's called Galaxy's Edge. And it's like a Star Wars themed thing? Dude, not just themed. You basically walk into a planet. In the Star Wars galaxy, so they have they have it to where you walk in. It's a town like, and it looks like Tatooine, but they call it a whole nother planet. Okay. Um, and there's like it's the walls are big enough where we can't see any of the rest of the park. Do they so serve green milk? They do. They Get have like a cantina style bar. <laughs> oh all the workers, um, all the people, instead of it being like kind of like family, like it's kind of goofy, and you can just uh. take pictures with stuff. They're all like. Always in character, so they always talk to you like you're from a different planet, That's and they're kind, kind of, of like standoffish. It's kind of weird if like there are just people walking through, like the fat tourists that you envision when you think of Disney. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Look at this. There's a cantina over here, honey. Like that seems kind it, of odd okay. To me. So there was a and now thing. there's a Jedi walking by. You yeah, know? and so that was a big complaint for people because people are always like the one thing that ruins Star Wars are the Star Wars fans, and so the one thing that yeah. isn't immersive is the fact that you're walking and there's like Kylo Ren with the stormtroopers walking through, being Kylo Ren. Like people would be like, can I? take a picture with you and be like get out of your scum like he was it's not like That's Disney fantastic. World um, but then there's the guy what with a this, great job to say that oh, to I the know. public just be rude all the time <laughs> get out of your scum yeah it's like that restaurant God. dicks so he just jerks to people and get tipped <laughs> for it um, uh, but yeah but the thing that ruins it is then the people with the Star Wars t-shirts on but in yeah, that this is where I was yeah. going in that in Galaxy's Edge they have a lightsaber shop and you actually get to go in it's super expensive but you build your own lightsaber and it's like not like plastic parts like it's heavy duty right. real metal right like solid and uh they have the attachment which 
I think it's probably the best they could do as far as not having real lightsabers yet. Because how do you do that? How it's the, the okay. This, you know? it's the hilt, uh-huh. and it's not some kind of battery pack, whatever. And you get to customize the hilt, and you build it, and they go through like this really immersive, like you are now a Jedi, and this is how you build. You have to build your new lightsaber to be a Jedi. That's cool. And then they have you get to pick the color, but it's an attachment, so basically like it snaps in, and then your blade lights up. Okay. And so you have a blade, you can unsnap it. So if you go home to your apartment or whatever you have, and then you have like. Uh, you just want to like mount it, not the full mm. lightsaber with the blade, but right. just the hilt. You right. can mount that, or then if you want to like show people at a party and be like, "This is how cool I am," you attach it, or wave it around That's at the dinner party, neat. and people are like, "This is the coolest guy I've ever met." I, was, I thought you were gonna say it was like one of the telescopic. No, um, no, I thought so too. At Walmart, which isn't a bad idea. Just I feel like it loses something in the translation. The telescopic ones, yeah, yeah, because the blades you aren't know? supposed to. Uh, narrow down right um, well that and it's not a lightsaber it's definitely not you're you not know, killing anybody with a telescopic no. plastic lightsaber the coolest thing about lightsabers was opening doors yeah and walls oh yeah yeah you know like, that's kinda cool go ahead you can't lock me in here I have a lightsaber, I have a lightsaber. I'm a Jedi you know I remember when um, I was I was, we obviously me and you were probably probably younger when um did you go see it was once upon a time in the west did we talk about bronson in this one yeah yeah this yeah, one. it was yeah, once yeah. upon a time in the west it was nice yeah. good call dude. damn good reference i feel better now. you nailed it all right i'm glad i didn't even attempt i'd have been like clint eastwood <laughs> and i would have ruined it dude. i don't know charles bronson that much i don't know clint eastwood i don't know that many once upon a time in the west you haven't Westerns. seen that i probably so i stick by i stick by like very few westerns that i really appreciate okay tombstone yeah obviously it was shane I saw, no, I saw. Never seen Shane. I, I didn't. Oh, I'm trying to think. I think Tombstone might be it. <laughs> really? And then Back to the Future Three. Um, that oh, was wow. about it. Oh wow! As far as westerns go. So there's an interesting bit in Back to the Future Three. It's I think at the end of the movie when Doc Brown's kids are standing on the train. Yeah. And the kid kind of like points at his junk at one scene. Really? And apparently he had to go to the bathroom, but he was trying to like be in the be movie. Be in character. Right. That would but kind you of can be in see character. him kind of like. Like, hey, pointing like I gotta mm. take a piss, bro. Right, and they yeah. didn't edit it out because they were doing it so many times that the kid, yeah. you know, just whatever. We're gonna and Michael J was there. like, "Dude, I don't got enough time for this. <laughs> I gotta go." <laughs> I'm glad you did not make that joke. Your hand signals were enough of a joke, but only I can I just, see those. I, I, so. I thought of uh, <laughs> the, uh, what is it, to curb your enthusiasm. With Michael I, J. Fox on it. I never saw Kirby Enthusiasm either. Oh, man. It's yeah, I'm, such I'm a, a little bit whack I heard about show. it. It's really so good. So it's by the creator of Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's always a curmudgeon. Like, Jerry Seinfeld? No, the the co-creator. Okay. Uh, George Costanza? No. <laughs> That's who uh, Costanza was based on, the co-creator, actually. I can't even... Oh, think okay. Now I have heard about that. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Man, blanking. Anyway, so... There's an episode with Michael J. Fox on it, and the whole episode, I think, been a while, is predicated on the guy doesn't believe that Michael J. Fox really has Parkinson's. Wow. He thinks he's faking it. Yeah. Like the whole episode, right? That is dark. So at the end... Wow, that's it's, dark. It's fucked up. It's such a fucked up weird show, man. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, So at the end of the show, like, he asks... Uh, for a soda or something and Michael J. Fox goes to the fridge and gets him one and as he's putting it down he shakes it and the guy's like is that on purpose? He goes guess you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good. I'm glad Michael J. Fox is in on it um, yeah, in on the show. He's got a good sense of humor. He's got to. He's got to. Uh, the one thing that really got me man and it was like just a weird like blast from the Larry past. Larry David 
Sorry. So oh, okay. Larry, Larry David. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I can remember that, but yeah. Yeah, that's a, he's uh, famous, like pretty famous. For being a yeah, dick, for being apparently. A, oh really? Yeah, he, uh, him and Woody Harrelson, I guess, were at like a game, ball game. I don't want to say which one of the New York teams because I'm not sure. And if yeah. you get that wrong, there's gonna be a lot of people mad at me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you will. You'll get some yes, really pissed so off Jerry Seinfeld fans. They were. I'm gonna get it though, because it's the podcast. So they're gonna be like, "This guy doesn't know the right baseball, know team baseball team of 1994 yeah. episode of this thing that happened with these two strangers I've never met before in my life." <laughs> Screw him. I yeah. was walking down here and I was actually thinking along those lines, like, "It's cool to do podcasts with people," and this is like the second one that I've attempted or that I've done. Some nice first one that was like uh, offered to me. The other one we tried to begin ourselves didn't okay, really yeah, work yeah. out. But um, I was thinking that on the way down here, like. Who gives a shit? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Who cares about, like, what I have to say? The reason do, that people man. think of it... I well, do. That's very <laughs> nice, man. Thank you. I'll wipe that tear away right there now. There you go. But, like, people listen to Joe Rogan because he's fucking Joe Rogan. Uh, you, you think know? that's it? Yeah. I, well, I knew him from news radio. Yes, yeah, I never saw news radio. Oh, it's great, man. He plays Joe. That's his character. It must have been a real stretch. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, but he's the uh, yeah, no kidding. he's like the maintenance guy there. But he it's him and Phil Hartman and uh, you know other people. <laughs> people on that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do listen to Joe Rogan, so I know like I know he talks about the news radio. I kind of remember him sort of from Fear Factor, but I never watched Fear Factor. The only reason I started listening, I did uh, start listening to Joe Rogan is because he just happened to pull people that I wanted to hear from. And so I found his podcast because he had like, um, he had guests on. Like, I remember one being like Billy Corgan, which was not that long ago or something like that. And I was like, this is really cool. Yeah, that Um, was in like January or something. Yeah. And that was, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't been listening to him that much, but I do kind of scroll through and find people that I really enjoy. And now I listen to it because I'm a podcast fiend. And and just so happens sometimes in my job, like I'm by myself and I work and it helps me concentrate just to hear people talk. Okay. And so um, he's one of the few that. What do you do for, like, are you in a cell somewhere? Where you need to hear like human oh God, voices. No. Oh no, dude, I couldn't handle cell. Matter of fact, okay. I got a story about that. Um, oh my God. But I'm a, I'm actually a contractor, and so okay. uh, I work in people's houses, okay. and so people sells. Uh, no, um, so I'm constantly doing like, um, like Aren't there like people there. No, normally not. Can, it's just you. Yeah, I'm a sub, uh, like I'm a, uh, a subcontractor. So I'm my okay. own, I'm my own entity, and I go work with other contractors and, and do jobs with other people. So sometimes I'm working with groups of people okay. or one or two people, just doing small remodels. Right. No, I've done that stuff type like of work. that. Yeah. But a lot of times I'm by myself, and so I'll pop in the headphones, and it's great because, um, and I don't get to talk about this with a lot of people. So I'm glad you brought it up because oh, I love oh. talking about myself. Um, but uh, oh, who I, doesn't really? Yeah. You know? No, I agree. Um, Can we go the, back to the intro and like redo that again? Because like talk more about me, would you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a really fun part. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that first two minutes. <laughs> I uh, now nah, you threw me off, man. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're a, a subcontractor. So a subcontractor. So I'm you're by, by yourself and people. Oh, houses. this is what I don't ever get to talk about. Oh. And so I have uh, the cell thing, mm-hmm. like working in a cell. Um, I worked for a cabinet company one time in in San Antonio, and uh, the cabinet company was a great company. It was it was just really large, okay. and I've never worked for. I mean, I've worked for cabinet companies, but they were smaller. This was like a big establishment, so they they turn out like cabinets. they were a big cabinet company. Yeah, so or they, they built were a big cabinets. cabinet company. Like they built big cabinets. No, no, they... no. They just built cabinets, but they're large. <laughs> they had like forty five okay. employees or whatever. All right. And so I went to work with them, and um, it's like this is the time you show up, and then right about this time, there's a 
whistle and then you go like take oh, your smoke God, break and then you come that. back five minutes there's another whistle you come back and then you have lunch and it's like yeah. this long whistle yeah. and uh and i had to talk, like i felt because i've done contracting all my life for the most part and been my own person i go out places i'm out and I was like, man, I feel like I'm a caged animal. Like, I'm a wild animal being right? caged. Right. Did you ever have the bell, not off. the whistle? Like a <sighs> school bell? No. I mean, oh, school. Man. And, but that was one of the things I hate about school. Like, I, I, there's no part of, like, my entire career of school of being, like, from pre, pre-K or whatever to high school that I enjoyed. I hated every minute of Like, the school. regimentation of it? Or, like... Yeah, just everything just about school. everything? I was ready to be an adult, like, when I was 12. I mean, I say ready, but I was not. But when I was 12, the one thing I wanted the most was just, like, can you just leave me alone? Let me do my own thing. Um, oh, you don't have screens in the window? No, I don't. Oh, that's where that fucker So, just for anyone head. listening, there was a moth that just attacked <laughs> Michael. Um, because I, I got the, the, the oh, windows open. I'm still sweating about it. Dude, I'm... I, so, the only problem with the recording studio is it's not... It's closed off, so there's no AC in this one. Yeah, and it's I could, cooler back here, though. It's slightly cooler, but yeah. that's also because it's a window. So we're in Albany, New York, and it's August, and so it's like 70-something outside, which is not bad. No. I'm just at that point now, if I buy a window unit, you're going to hear it on the podcast, and I'm only going to get a good three weeks of work well, out of it. You're only like two feet away from the window, too, so that's going to be the constant wah. Yeah. Oh, it would be super loud. I mean, you yeah. could just pay me to come in and do that if you really want You could just come in here and go, wah. Can you like, like fan people, hours? too? You well, it's going to be hot air. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's I just saw, air is air, man. It's fine. I saw this. Uh, so I met two girls on Friday night. Um one was a story I told you before. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, the other one was uh, is was a school teacher, and I apparently said to her that night too because like I like cooked up on the Instagram thing and like mm-hmm. you should follow me because I need fans on artwork and you know you said that awesome. I probably said something. I like how you say probably lines. and you're. I think I did this. I think I was more eloquent. I hope I was more <laughs> eloquent. Like. I wasn't, let's say, I wasn't, like, slumping all over her. Okay. I was still able to sit up and talk to her. Yeah. You know, so hopefully, I mean, and she stuck around. So, I mean, there, there must have been either must there have was not been nobody else, yeah. and the bar was full, so it must not have been that bad. And it was, it was like a foursome, but not in that, that way. That was interesting. I, I, met, I, I went to the bar, met, started talking to this one dude, and I was trying hey, to Hey, what bar? We can give him a shout-out. Um, Do you want to do that? The pub house. The pub house. Poor house. Poor house. Poor house. Oh, dude, I Madison love the poor house. house. It's fantastic. Do you live up by there? I, I do. mean, this is not. I do. No one cares that's listening to this that doesn't live in Albany, but um, pub house. That is so. I apologize. I thought the you were house. thinking the parish house. Jesus Christ. The parish. I don't uh, think it's called where's the parish that? house. I think that's downtown. The poor house is up Madison. I yeah. love the poor house. I know oh, the yeah. guys who uh, the guy who manages it. His name's Andrew. Okay. Great dude. Yeah. Great dude. Matter of fact, they were looking to do art shows to bring this full circle around back in the in Word. the poorhouse like two years ago. And uh I was like, Yeah, I'll do something. And I ended up never going through with it. But Oh yeah, Poorhouse is fantastic. Dude, I man. love the poorhouse. Um, I haven't been there in a while. I've never been treated badly and I've been drunk in there a yeah. bunch of times, man. Mm-hmm. Um clientele is always nice. Always. Bartenders it's a great place. Great. I used to know one of the bartenders who worked there too. He lived right around the corner. A big dude? Um Big dude, bald guy. Aaron. No. Aaron was his name. Oh yeah, is it? I think it's Andrew. Yeah, yeah. This guy manages it. 
Andrew, big oh, dude, bald guy. I think it's Aaron. Like, dude, big, I could, huge Aaron dude. Lo- yeah, it's Aaron. It I don't Aaron. want to say his last this name because I don't want to throw that up. And I know his name. This is horrible. Dude, well, but I it's, haven't it's cool, been though, there in a I long time. I called it the pub house. So, I mean. Yeah, that's fine. Know? I didn't mention his last name, so he can't find me and be like, you messed my name up because it could no. be it could be anybody. But, but yeah, Aaron, you're right. Now. It's absolutely Aaron. Yeah, so yeah, dude, he was massive individual. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's big. He's a teddy bear, though. Well, I mean, he's a nice dude. On his good side. I've never seen his bad side. Yeah. I, I, him and I were doing uh, Arnold accents, cause I don't know. He, he, what was the other one? Jump down, Dana, catch you. Jump down, come on now. <laughs> Get like, to the drop up. That was his, and I was like, that's yeah. fantastic, man. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm so glad I place. didn't go further on the Arnold, cause I can't do Arnold. It's Arnold accents. is really fun, but you gotta like understand. You know, I'm, te- I'm like I'm teaching the how, yeah, to, please. Do, how to do the Arnold accent is very easy. See, if you could have just been like, I can do this the entire night and be like, hey everybody, welcome to Volcare Podcast. I'm interviewing Arnold Schwarzenegger, governor of pro uh, ex governor of California, and um, he once uh, fought the predator. And yeah, I was very the hell with are that. you? It was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is turning into the greatest podcast ever. I might um, have to quit after this. Oh one. Jesus Christ! I hope. Arnold doesn't hear that man. <laughs> I hope oh, he did you does. see did you see the video of someone like drop kicking him in the back like no. a month or two ago, right? So seventy year old Arnold, right? He's at a gym somewhere doing Arnold like hi how are you? Yeah, yeah. Right? And people are like, Oh my god, it's fucking Arnold. It's Arnold so looks bad. Someone like ran ran up behind him and drop kicked him. And so at first he like he moves, right? And then yeah. he just stands up and looks behind him like, What the hell is that it's fucking fly in here? <laughs> like he didn't do anything and the guy's on the ground. <laughs> And he's like swooped up by security, <laughs> and security is like four times the size of Arnold. Yeah, and they just take him outside, and no one hears from him ever again. Wow. Yeah, yeah. he's dead. Uh, yeah, probably. Oh yeah, he's but dead. But just like, first of all, like, why? Why do you want to drop kick a seventy-year-old man? Well, that's number one, right? And it's the fucking Terminator, man. Yeah. Like, you better think about what's gonna happen. A little bit. You know, well, that guy was like, super why? pro-futuristic AI. Maybe like, that was you killed all my futuristic <laughs> brothers. Maybe yeah, that was Kyle there. Reese, and he was trying to That's warn us, it, dude. That was it. See, son of a bitch. It, it does come around. You know what I was thinking the other day? I was having this discussion at work, right? So I, I work in one area, one end of the building. My good buddy, who's a music comic book nerd, works in the other end of the building. Yeah. And so I come over to him and I just say these inane things to him. Like the other day, I walked in and I was like, "How come in Terminator when?" Like, you know, Arnold shows up at the door and he goes, Are you Salakana? The lady's just like, No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, he, he obviously goes to the can't. Next door. Tell, right. And then he goes, and then somebody calls the police on him. Like, there's this guy just walking around looking for Sarah Connor. We don't know who that is. Yeah. You know, no one's ever heard of this Sarah Connor. You know? The end. <laughs> right. Roll credits. That's why you're not a filmmaker. That's what that is. Oh, man, I would love to be. That's a dream. Really, direct film. man, yeah, or act, but I feel like acting. I feel like I know it's like doing this, like I'm very aware, yeah, that I'm um, talking to yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're lucky I didn't pull the headphones out for this one. That's uh, I thought uh, you would. Well, here's the thing about the headphones with the pocket because I probably will, um, okay. And the reason behind it is because when it comes to doing headphones. Um, it helps for when you're uh, when you're having a conversation, like right now, and multiple times, like we'll probably go back and listen to this, be okay. like, oh, I shouldn't have talked over him, like I was just talking over you. Uh, and th- what helps is the headphones like clear out everything, and all you hear is the other person talking, and it really helps not talking over each other and hearing each other a lot clearer. Okay. Uh, clear, 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 clearer. 
clearlier. Clearlier. I don't think that's um, but you know what I'm saying. I'm so that sure. that is something I probably will do. Okay. Um, I just didn't set up for this because I was just like uh, I don't really. I also feel weird with having headphones and making people wear them too. I I kind of I did it first and then it just became like. I don't know if you're doing this type of thing. And you yeah. have a nice setup, too, by the way. Oh, this is a, a, a lot more intricate than what we had. Rich dogged it last episode. Um, What's he that? Dog it. What's he, that mean? He dogged it? Yeah, I don't, I don't make, understand. Made it fun right. of it. He didn't make oh, fun of it. He was oh, like, okay. he, he alluded to, like, if you could only see the setup. And it's I was like, bad, I like the setup. Man. It's not terrible. It's uh, like I had It's a no computer. Joe Rogan, whatever. But, okay, yeah. so the podcast. I don't have a Jamie. Jamie, pull that up for me real quick. Well, that, that was yeah, the guy who just walked like in that. here and walked out without yeah. giving me my water that I ordered, like, Four hours ago. Did you order yeah. water? We no, don't have no, water. It's <laughs> like um, we, we have coffee. Was, I, I thought it. I was. I should have made a reference while he was in here. Like Jesus Christ, that took a long time. Where have you been? <laughs> you know. But it just these things. These moments pass. No, this is not bad, man. The one we yeah. did was in my uh, uh, a living room, and it was mics. But we had the skinny uh, yeah. microphones, not the big bulbous head like you have. Gotcha. But um, the skinny? Yeah, it was, it was the tiny microphones. It was oh, odd, I man. know what you're talking about. Like about yeah. yay big. And by the way, that the whole line was just very sexual, and I didn't mean it to be like was that. Was it? it just Dude, I didn't pick up on that all at right, all. great, man. We're just going to move on. Let's then. just keep going. Anyway, so we had like rags tied on the ends of them. And For what? Well, the to, to muffle a little bit. In essence, do what this does. Yeah, the, the right cover here. of the mic. Yeah. Is that what it's called? The cover? No, I just called it a cover. It's, uh, man, I forgot what I it's called. That was, you could have just totally Yeah, it's me. cover. That's it's the called the cover. cover. It's uh, made by um, Bose. It's a Bose cover. Super expensive. Spare no expense. <laughs> we had uh, two mics, rags tied around the under. Like I say, like do rags. I like that. Like okay. bandanas. And uh, just dude sitting on a laptop over there with his case as the table and a few beers and yeah, yeah. whatnot, you know? Um, always buses going by in the background. Oh, even better. It was fantastic, man. But it was really, it's really fun. And uh, I just, I don't know. I think as far, well, let me jump in real quick because I wanna, I'm going to come back to that. Okay. Because uh, you said buses, and I think we made a mention of it uh, before the glitch happened in the podcast. We had to start over. But if if any listeners are like, this one's still going. This one's still yeah, we're good. Okay. We're good. I, I solved the I problem. I feel like I have to check on you like every. You probably should. No, ten minutes. <laughs> no, we're good. Um, we're good to go. I think I is figured it, it out. Still working. It's this is going? my second podcast. Um, it is episode number two. Yeah, number two. Okay. Number two. Um, so if you hear anything in the background, because I gave a mention this before and now I got to do it again, although it's not as loud because when we first started recording, um, there was a little bit more in the background. But there's a, yeah. right now is open mic night at the gallery. And so we're in the recording room, which is in the back of the gallery, but you can still maybe hear, probably not right now, but earlier when they had the trumpet going, if they mm. had the trumpet, there's a guy yeah. with the trumpet, um, Tony, who's amazing on the trumpet. Sounds amazing. Um, but you probably did pick that up. I think I alluded to that. That's what we were calling it. Like there was really murder happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's room. right. You were like, right. yeah, this guy. Yeah. This gallery is great, except for the dungeon at the bottom with the torture and the chains and the whips and the dead corpses. Jesus yeah, Christ! You just took that and ran with it. All right. Yeah. Right. No, that's yeah, fine. Okay. I got this. All right. I, all the thoughts that you've had, I've already had. I was like, yeah, if I can put the dungeon here and move it around. <laughs> no. But where would they see the art if the chains are hanging off the ceiling? But that there? is the art. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's how. That's how the I do. Skin it. is the art. That's see? it. I tell you what, I'd probably get a lot more notice in the city uh, if oh, I did yeah, something you along. You fucking those absolutely lines. would, man. I, um, a, I, I don't a, know though. There was up the street here, two blocks, block and a half. Uh, 
there was a place that like constantly changes ownership, and now it's like the plant gallery, or like the it's like this very what? quaint little Is it weird shop. Like Madison? In, no, it's right up Madison, like a block from here on that side. So next block up in the middle. Okay. And it's like Lily and L- oh, it's not a art. It's uh, Lily and Olive, Olive and Lily. That yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. that's a um a hair. Uh, that's a hair salon. That's a that's salon. A salon. Yeah, I would salon. never have guessed that. Never have guessed yeah. that. Does it say salon and I just glanced over that? Like I glazed over no. salon? Or is it salon or it's a floor? Maybe it's something like, I don't know I what might it be is. wrong, man. I think it was a salon. It might also be, it could be a florist. Maybe that's where they have the skins hanging. See? They have you don't skins know. hanging? I don't know. I don't know what goes on in that Tell shop. Me, it looks super fancy. Right. Matter of fact, when I opened the gallery, my wife was like, um, you see, like, you need to get a vinyl sticker for the window. I was like, no, I got a totally different idea. And she was like, mm. but see, look at them. We pointed to that place and they have that like nice, like, it looks like something you'd see on Pinterest, like the lettering. Oh, it just yeah, looks like yeah, they did really well. Like yeah. you could, um, like a kitschy, like uh, middle-aged mom, like uh, not to be like offensive or, no, but can, you know what I'm saying. Like I hear the wind chimes now. Actually. Yeah, like yeah, um, no, like Joanna Gaines style. <laughs> like you walk in, there's cutting boards everywhere for no reason. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And so I liked the graphic, but I was like, no, I got a totally different idea. Mm. And so my sign looks totally. Not that, but I dig it. I kind of dig how yours is kind of set away too. Like your entryway is kind of like set back a little bit. Oh, okay. Like you yeah. have to kind of search for it. Like it's this. It's like <laughs> Avalon. You have. It's to, down a dark alley. You know, well, where else would you put well, a dungeon? I, I actually am sitting looking at a dark alley, and it's strange because you know those quintessential shots in movies of like the neighboring window in an yeah. apartment building at night, and it's just a light lit up. Yeah. So in the back here, out these windows, it's totally dark. Except for right there in that building where there's a light lit up. And there's been movement, but I don't know what's going on in there. Yeah, probably an you know? argument. I don't know. That's what I always assume. My, uh, my manager downstairs has these ceramic swans. <laughs> the ceramic fowl in her window. Oh, so when I look out I my like window... Fowl. That was good. That was a good point. I, I look out my window downstairs and see the, the light and shadow on the wall of the building next door. And it's like this duck... Yeah, like, why are there ducks in there? Uh, like, and they're dude, extremely I, still. It's so calming. Not even I, don't even, I don't get it. Like I'm taking a leak there and it's like, ah. <laughs> All right, we're back. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, I, uh, I wouldn't say a technical difficulty at a uh, gallery. Brief uh, interlude. Yeah, interlude. That yeah. works. Oh, I'm going to put yeah. a commercial in there. So um, most likely, maybe not. Who knows? We'll we'll see. Like for Tide or something. Like yeah, Tide Pods. Um, really? Th- they got new flavor out. You should try. When you do. <laughs> When you do commercials, do you like just like pump your own gallery or your work, or like um, do you make them yourself? No. So the system we have with the podcast, as far as now, I use Anchor.com, which is probably what the commercial will be about. Anchor. Um, so if you're listening, you probably hear a little bit uh, more. This would be like an extra for Anchor. So like you use their site. Yeah. So and you what, have to put a commercial in your podcast. You don't have to. So basically, how it works is. Um, they they have they they distribute everything. So you set up with them. Oh, I was talking to Rich about this last podcast because they're actually really great. They're actually a great okay. system to work with. So you sign up with them, um, and they set you up. You do you record your podcast, you put it out there, and then they drop it on everything like Spotify. They drop it on like um, uh, Apple. They drop it on like all these other ones I've never even heard of. Like people listen right. to wherever they get their podcasts. And what they offer is is you can add that is trumpet. That's that's a yeah. trumpet, yeah. If you, if listening, you can hear that. That's actually one of the things we're working on now. But uh, old Tony, man, he's got that mute in. That trumpet sounds good. Um, but basically, yeah, what they do is they give you the opportunity to add commercials into your stuff, and they pay you for it. 
And so if you put a commercial, like depending on where you put it or what commercials you do. Um, so if you do one for Anchor, it's a super, I don't know if I should say this on Anchor's no, great. Don't. I'm going to preface this with Anchor's great. The payout's super small. I think it goes on basic how many times it gets listens. Well, they're distributing your stuff to like a, gonna make, a whole bunch of different yeah, platforms and, as and well, right? So yeah, but it's not awesome. just them. So they actually have other companies that sign up with Anchor, and they give you it's it's a cool setup with a they give you like the like here's a script. This is what you're talking about. If you want to go to the script or you make it your own, do whatever you want. Right. Um, and you can record those and just put them in. And so that what that's we just cool. there, most people are probably like, yeah, I just heard you do an advertisement for Anchor, but that's probably what it'll be. And then they have we did a podcast with a friend of mine um, called Mad Hattercast, and we used Anchor. Okay. And uh, they would give us like random stuff, like there was a company called Baboon, and they made like tactical duffel bags and stuff like that. And so you do advertisements. Oh, wow, for that. that's but cool. But one of the things I wanted to do, oh, Mike, one of the things I want to do with the podcast is give shout outs to um, local businesses. Not for pay, just for like, hey, oh, um, here's a local business. We uh, just did the weird one that hangs flesh in their windows in the back of their shop. Yeah, the Lily and Olive. Lily and Olive. I think that's, I mean, we probably got the name is, wrong. I don't know what that is, but the story I was trying to tell you is like, there was a, that shop comes and goes. People are in and out of there. Oh, yeah. Revolving door. Yeah. And there was one time where there was a Uncle Fester. Oh, no, I remember this, Like dude. operating on a baby. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, it was a... It wasn't like an Occupy, but it was very much like an activist it was weird. meeting like, room. I don't get the... like. I remember this because it was right? super creepy. It was like one of those Halloween Uncle Festers. Like you can buy like yeah. a spirit Halloween. But he's um, operating on it. Like it was definitely demented. I think um, it was like an anti-vax thing or something along those lines. Where yeah, but like, like unless you put, Doctors are like, killing your babies. Yeah, but you got to put that in the window. Not everyone is in your little... Uh, your your hipster movement I, I just that don't know knows how many people are like whatever that. you got in there I want to see you know like, like unless it was like a wax house where they're like we got well that's the thing like there was no come check um, advertising there was no <laughs> title of the shop it's it just, just you walk Uncle by it's a plate window with Uncle Fester I don't know what you're selling in there I'm inclined not to go in at this yeah. juncture perhaps you can come out and talk to me <laughs> I about was inclined it. too I was like hey you gotta tell me about no I didn't I didn't end up going in there but yeah it was definitely, uh, definitely I don't know it's just it's strange now there's that weird like plant shop or whatever yeah, it is. Florist, it's either a salon or a florist. Salon. Either way, and I think it's Lily and Olive or Olive and Lily, or we have those names totally wrong. I feel like you should mention that. You should check it. I don't know the address. Like if you're it's a salon, though, like you should probably have that in the name. Unless you're like such a like esoteric and like upscale salon that if I don't know you're a salon, then I, I shouldn't be going about. in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe that's it. It's like those, okay. those cool hipster bars that don't have signs, like that Always Sunny oh episode. God. Did you ever see that one? There used to be no. There used to be this bar in Hudson. I used to live in Hudson, New York. Shout out to Hudson, New York, because they need it. Yeah, um, didn't. So I used to live there. There was a bar called Stray Bar, and it was straight gay bar. Okay. Right. Wait, so what? It was a bar. Like anybody. <laughs> so it's just a regular. Seriously, bar. like okay. so, it's a bar. Hey, we we cater to straights and gays at this bar. So you're a bar. So you're exactly. Yeah. That, I just like. People who run the bar. You no, know we don't like at don't, this bar. People, people who, who aren't point straight shit or out. aren't gay. Usually, it's yeah. people who point it out because <laughs> <laughs> people who are like, "This is just a bar." Fucking get stupid. out, dude! They get had the most now. treacherous stairs. Okay, <laughs> going up the stairs, it was fine because you're not drunk. <laughs> going down, but dude, it's How many like people hurt themselves on the way. It, it happens all the time. Dude. Actually, I do want to jump because so you said you it. worked with it. Where do you work now? I work in Albany at a local custom sign. I mean, you don't shop. have to like give out. Anything. I would pump I them, but I'm to. not sure if it's the right place because I've been talking about getting 
hammered. Yeah, and yeah. Probably. You let's know, not do that. Maybe not right now. But I work at a. Do you want to change your job. name halfway through? I think it's I'm too here late with, to do that. With, with Daniel Webster, Bomomo, Bomomo yeah. Webster. I'm trying to think of yeah. something around. I was. Romeo, uh, I was the, raised up. See, now yeah. you just. Here's here's my question. Though. So me again. Do you work? You work? Do you do like graphic? Because you're an artist, and that's why I want to loop back. We rabbit trailed for the entire I beginning of this, do. which is which is cool. But I do want to know a little bit about you as an artist. Um, what what do you do? Do you do artistic things there or no? I would... It's outside of my norm as far as painting and drawing. Okay. Sure. But there are artistic endeavors. Like, they love the spray can art that I they do, do as yeah. far as just, like... I mean, putting something, making. putting a surface on something that's going out somewhere yeah, yeah. to a customer. It's not like I'm doing murals or anything. Yeah, yeah. Which I would love to do, but no, nothing that coincides with my passion. Let's say no. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I work. So I work contracting, and always. Oh, this is what I was going to talk about earlier. Um, the thing I enjoy about contracting is I'm always working with my hands, hmm. and so I'm, I'm constantly like doing something that I can well, me too. tangibly I look at see. My hands too. You know, like, thing. and that that helps as an art because I think there's a there's a weird drive, at least in me, and I would assume it's in you too because you're an artist. Is like I don't feel. I don't get like satisfaction as something unless I'm tangibly changing something. That's one that like I worked in food industry and that mm-hmm. was one of the things that I wasn't a cook or anything. I just waited tables and bartend. And the one thing that I that bummed me about it is was it wasn't really you didn't see something at the end of the night. Like you didn't work and then there's something different. It was like you're serving something that's getting eaten, which is going to turn into gotcha. excrement. And then it's just like it's a yeah. constant rotation. It's almost like if you were like I can't work in an office crunching numbers because those numbers just kind of float off into the ether. Now you're getting things done, yeah. but it's not something I can like see with like tangibly and work with my – like I like to work with my hands. I like to, to do those things. To create can, things. Yeah, I can yeah. sit back and go, okay, and I get look, that. look at this thing. And so that's what I was wondering about. Um, no, well, about your job in that instance then yeah i do i create um like lighted signs that take a little bit of uh know-how and uh mental acuity i guess got to use your brain to put stuff together it's a it's a custom sign shop so we're constantly creating things from scratch like we'll get the basic materials the metal the wood the screws and whatnot and then they'll come up with the idea and I'll have to execute on said idea. Very cool. Um, Dude, today, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's very much a uh, very artistic way to do it. It's great, but I feel like there's a big divide between the engineers who are like making things in your little computer program upstairs <coughs> and the actual execution of what is happening down well, here. Well, yeah, it's obviously going to be know, a big... It's just, it's a pain yeah. in the dick sometimes. Okay. But uh, it's fun. I don't mind going to work and I feel like that's a big... I think that's Deal. a lot of things people don't have. You know? Like, I, I have the same, like, I, I'm not always doing, like, I would much rather be doing um, other things. Like, I have so much stuff on my brain. I have tons of projects I'm always working on. Right and on. so sometimes getting up in the morning and being like, now i got to go um, lay some tile in someone's house. It's not, so I have all these other things I could be doing. What time do you get up? Um, I, it varies. So, I have, um, I'm not a morning person whatsoever. Like, okay. I absolutely hate mornings. I don't like the morning if I have to interact with people. Oh, that especially. Like, um, if it's a weekend and I get up at 6 to, like, paint or write or yeah. whatever, I'm good with, you know, making a nice, easy breakfast and the coffee yeah. and uh, See, that's what I, doing I w- something. I was thinking, so I get up around 6.30. Okay. And, and I was going to try this thing because I'm a night owl. I've always had been. There was a point in time mm. where in my life where I had to wake up at 4.30 Same. to get to work. Yeah. And I would wake up at 4.30 to go to work because I had to. Did you ever I, do the graveyard shift? 
Like yeah, overnight. I've done that before too. I've loved that aspect of like driving home when the sun was the rising. Sun's coming up, yeah. Right, and nobody and people are kind of just wearily getting up and going. And then Thursday night, if you did the overnight, usually it was like a Sunday to Thursday thing. Yep. So Friday morning at seven, I'm done, man. Yeah. Until Sunday night, when you have to go to bed and fucking fear Monday morning. Yeah. I'll already be at work, so it's kind of... It's not a big deal. I love that whole being done Friday at 7. I'm done before school is starting. Yeah. And you got to go to work. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> My favorite part was when 7 in the morning. It's When I did, I lived in Texas. Okay. And it would, uh, we worked... But I don't have that experience because we did... I worked at a plant, and so we did 12 hours um, over the night, and we did 7 12s for periods <sighs> of like a month. And so it was every day of the week for 12 hours a day. For like a month, and then you get like three weeks off, and then you do it again. Jesus. Dude, it was the worst. I had to quit oh. after, I think I did it for six months, and I was like, I'm gonna wow. kill myself. I don't know if like, I could hack I can't that. do it. Jesus Yeah, Christ. it was bad. I just didn't, it just didn't coop in my brain. You get home, and then you try to sleep, and you have 12 hours to get some rest. Oh, dude, that's it. You just turn a robot. The only great thing about that is because past 40 hours is all overtime. And so we were doing, I don't know what 7 12 oh is. So God. we, you, Bank. And it's at an oil plant, so you're already getting decent oh, pay, crap. and you were just raking in. So you had no time to spend money, and all you did was work. So by the end of the month, you were like, "Flush." Well, what do I want to buy now? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, let's do whatever. And so the guys down That's there cool. would do that for like, they would do that for six months and then take six months of the year off. Damn, man. And so it was a weird, but I couldn't do it, man. Like, my brain just didn't function. I give you props I, for doing it for uh, six months. Because yeah, dude, it was, uh, I didn't, I I didn't come out very high strong. When I, when I stopped, I stopped because I was like, I'm, I'm, this is, this is a dark depression. I'm not gonna get out of. You know, like I'm just not. And so that that didn't work out well for me. Um, and I'll probably will never dudes, do that though. again. Huh? The hard dudes like on oh, that. Oh yeah. Like um, rough roughnecks, right? Roughnecks and a lot of meth. There was a lot of. Meth. Well, you got to <laughs> yeah. stay up for twelve hours. Yeah, these these guys hell. partied hard. But my thing was like, I got to get up in twelve hours, Isn't and on my crazy? way home, they're buying you know twenty four packs. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing, dude? dude you got to be back. Isn't that nuts that the people who work those crazy hours party so much harder Dude, than you party. can imagine? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. you don't even know. No, no. Like, these yeah, are, like no. the people who don't know what we're talking about. Like if you don't know, you don't know. I can't explain it to you. But all I can say is you work. You work hard. You long hours, hard. and then you're drinking on the way home, doing whatever else, drinking more, and then you maybe get like three hours of sleep. Yeah. And then you go and do it again. Yeah. And it's just very, very punk rock. <laughs> Jesus yeah, that's Christ. Not, that's not anything I want to relive in my life. And I never, I like, I remember when I stopped and uh, they called me up like months later, like, hey, we got a job coming up. You want to? I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm done with that. I, I, I've got other skills that I can, I just don't need to enter that again. I've never so. been a, a, um, a worker bee, let's say. Like, I've never had the mentality. I, when I was younger, I used to walk out of jobs that I didn't like just because I'm like, I'm 16, I don't give a crap about yeah. this. And I would end up walking three miles home because I don't have a car because I've quit 40 fucking jobs. So I'm walking, <laughs> and in the middle of the walk, it's like 1.30, and I'm like, the rational brain kicks in, and is like, yep, probably should have just stayed there. Probably huh? should. See, I was the opposite. Son I stayed at jobs. I've, I don't think I've ever walked out on a job. I was really? just that mentality. Because I, I uh, even as a young age, I got a job early on, and I was okay. I was on my own pretty quick as, okay. a, as a youngster. And so I just was like, yes. Because I told you, like when I was 12, the only thing I wanted to do was get done with school. Because I, I was like, I want money, and I want to be on my own, and I want to make my own rules, and I want to stay up as late as I want. I want to eat whatever <laughs> I want. And now that I'm an adult, I just still don't do that. I mean, I guess I do. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Well, to more of an extent, I'm sure. Yeah, more. There's a. I mean, I've matured a little bit since I've been 12. Not a lot, but a little bit. I've never um, had that whole. Like, I understand the the. Um, 
how money works, let's say. I understand that that is an integral part to the world that we live in. And mm -hmm. yeah. But I've never been, like, I've always been the, uh, the bohemian mindset, right? Okay, like, yeah. I don't, dude, whatever. Like, the money, like, shit will happen. I'll be fine. But the problem then comes is, like, wow, now it's a week out. I don't have a job, and I'm hungry. Yeah. And I don't have any money to buy anything. But, the, like, that always goes... Even recently, it's been going back to that type of thinking of like, I don't need to be here. I'm a, I'm an artist, and yeah. a writer. Actually, you know? I'm I'm curious about that because when did you start doing art? I've been doing it my whole life, but um, like the watercolors just a few years ago, and more recently, um, spray painting. Um, it's just I've always had a creative spark but I when guess. did when the watercolor because you always had a great when i had that too like i've got weird things in my childhood but when it came to yeah. water why'd you pick because honestly dude watercolor that was gonna say that man like but, watercolor is one of the hardest ones to do it's the i was always the dude who would play the hardest setting on the video game when i first got it too like oh, i'm gonna like put it on masochist you just really want you, life to be difficult i know <laughs> My dad said that too. He's like, "You like taking the hard road." Yeah, well, That's sometimes. That's weird man. because you're like, "I don't care about any jobs, but I definitely want to take the hardest." That <laughs> <laughs> I think about that, like, in, like my entire you're life, like an I'm like, "Moron, man." My dad, I think about that constantly. <laughs> on the like the no, easiest, <laughs> the easiest way to go about life would be to do like the setup. And if I had actually started saving money and working, yeah, at 15 or 16, I'd be pretty decent right now. Yeah, you know, but I don't. I've never had people would say to me like, "Oh, that person will outwork you." No, nah, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Like, go make cheese for four hours more than me. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. The, the, the I thing like that. Is, that's um, rough. Go well, make because some I'm cheese, thinking of bro. like that. Like, I used to work at a cheese making facility. Oh, okay. That now that, and just now that, like that's a, in context, it makes a lot more sense. I've I, never been like, you know what? Why don't you just go make some cheese, dude? It's just it's never like sat well with me that there's this thing, this uh, idea. Like, money's imaginary. It's like inches. Yeah. Okay, so we've made them up. Like, they exist. Inches exist, but we have named them, right? Yeah. But you've never shown up. You're a contractor. Yeah. You've never shown up to a job and said, I'm sorry, ma'am. We can't finish your chimney. We've run out of inches. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? No, but guess what's happening tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> but so the money thing is the same thing to me. If, like, it's all over. There's tons of it. Everybody, maybe that's a socialistic way of looking at it. I'm Very, not sure. A little bit. I mean, but, but it's, it's if you if you were like let's let's um, what's the word where you just reduce it all the way down. It's just a barter system. I have something that you have, right. you need, and you have something I need. Let's just trade. And, and I that's recognize just it's a lot easier for me to be like, here I have four green pieces of paper. Yeah. Instead of being like, I have a, a half empty Gatorade bottle. Yeah, it makes total sense. I, so, I get that. In my head, that makes but sense. I, I, it makes sense to me, too, and I understand that. I think the, the problem for me comes into the fact that I was told from a very young age that this is the way. Oh, I see you You know saying. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. my dad loves money. Loves it. Yeah, yeah. And just, it's... So he's like, I you're think, an artist? Did I meet your dad at the gallery? No. Oh, okay. No, I... I didn't invite him. Oh, okay. No, okay. Uh, so now we're. But uh, no, that's everything's cool. everything's um, making sense. All right. <laughs> it's funny because he was one of the the first patron, the first patron of my art. I painted something that oh, he still funny. has, yeah, dude, yeah. like hanging in his house. And I was thinking about that painting the other day, and I wonder at it because it's a sad clown with a mustache. Yeah. A mustache. A mus and mustache. I, I always thought that that looked like my dad's mustache, and I started putting shit together last night in my head. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. huh? Sad clown, mustache clown. 
My dad's daddy a clown. issues. You know, it's just uh, you know, yeah. money never meant that much to me. It would be nice to have. Yeah, sure. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm not pegging you into the artist corner. Um, fine. But I mean, even before when we were talking about your last name, I think it was before the podcast glitch at the beginning. But we were talking about your last name. You being a sensitive artist because mm. your last name's Romeo and you're an artist. So worked well with the ladies for a little but while. But you, but yeah. you don't. After talking with you for like this past, I don't even know how long it's been. Uh, it didn't sound. You, you're actually kind of a rugged character. Like you got, you got a little bit of um, a rub, like a, I always use the term punk rock because I'm from like a punk okay. rock kind of a background, and and you have that like I can do it, you know, like uh, not empathic is what I'm trying to think. I'm I think I'm saying most artists have that kind of like impact, like they feel what other people feel. They're very conscious of what's it's going. Always on. been difficult for me, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I think I've been a I'm I don't know if I, I don't know where I fit on that, but but yeah, it seems like. You're in that, and I think that's cool because as an artist, even what you do now, like your art isn't rugged, man. Your art is very, um, it, it's it's not it's soft but vivid. You know what I'm saying? Like you're okay. you're Thank working you. people, and I'm gonna be honest. Like if you don't, you're talking to Michael, and you're like, I don't, this guy doesn't even sound like an artist because um, <laughs> he's like, I just quit jobs. And but I mean, you do kind you of know, with well, the that was with stupid. the money thing. It was it was um, a, it was listen, I. Nobody looks back on those times and goes, "What a fucking idiot!" More than, more than I do, dude. So I'll give you an example. I was working at Staples. I didn't I like love it. Staples. Shout out to Staples. I, uh, Staples. I don't work there. I'm not yeah. allowed in Staples anymore. Um, so, <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't used to be. That the ban might have been lifted by now. <laughs> the statute of limitations. The Staples ban. <laughs> the state. Staples statute of limitations. Staples stapled me outside. You're not allowed in here anymore. Um, I used to work for Staples. Okay. Like, uh, so you made just an Office Max guy. Like, uh, office Depot guy. Yeah, well, they're all the same thing, right? It's, uh, is it the same thing? We're two different brands, Staples same and concept. Office Max. Yeah. And that, you're going to get your desks and chairs and, and reams of paper somewhere. I worked at Staples. I found another job. And that was my whole gig as I was just moving. Like I, 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 I would always like make the excuse of, like, I'm smarter than this whatever this may be i don't need this i can always fall back on something else yeah. now i'm 39 and i'm like you moron <laughs> yeah you are smart but you gotta have this currency to do things that you would like to do yeah absolutely um, so i'm in staples and i find another job mowing lawns for more money yeah and i uh I just like schluff staples off. Like I don't even go anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm just done. Like this was before cell phones, so they can't like text me and call me. Like they would try to call the house I was staying at, and I just wouldn't be there. Return the call. And I went yeah. in for my final paycheck, and the dude who was like my age, who was this, always ticked me off too. Like people my age were higher up the chain than I was. Yeah, probably because they I stayed there why, and worked for it. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go in. Uh, yeah, I think I understand that one. So, like, I went in, and I'm like, you know, I told the guy, I'm like, hey, man, you know, I've got another job. That's why I haven't been in. He goes, oh, yeah, how much? And I tell him, like, this arbitrary number that I come up with. And he's like, which was higher than what I was going for yeah. in the new job. I said, like, let's say I said $15 an hour. He's like, that's a shame, dude, because I would have given you $15 an hour because I like how you work. And this, and I was wow. only making $10 an hour at the job I was leaving this dollar, like, this job wow. for. Yeah, yeah. So not only do I go in, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking Michael Romeo. Nobody can tell me shit. Yeah. And I go in, I'm like, I got a new job starting on Monday, $10 an hour, and the guy who would go in and lie to his face about I'm making 15 goes, I would have given that to you if you had just been honest wow. with me. <sighs> wow. 
See, that's so funny. God I'm damn on, it. I'm on the opposite spectrum of ever. I've, I've always been um, uh, self-deprecating. So okay. I'm always on the opposite spectrum. Like my confidence level is very something I have to build up. And so if I was in your position, I would have went and be like, I'm smarter than this. I can do more in staples. But um, that would have been the smarter move. But I'm not that smart. And I think I'm an idiot. And so I would just like, I'm staying here. And I would have, but I would have never even been like, um, ask for a raise. I would have been the opposite. Be like, hey, you know, I think you might be paying me too much. You I, might want to drop that down a little wow, bit. Really? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the opposite. Well, that's why I like talking to people. Like I love talking to artists because it, the, you, and that was the thing I, I think people have like, like the, and that's why I was trying to go with like the sensitive arts. Like there's a stereotype of what an artist looks like. Cause when I look at your work, like your art, your, your watercolors, like, um, it's not, it's something that is, it makes total sense that it's you making it, but it's also like a side that I, I don't, I'm trying to say this and, and make it make sense. Oh, okay. Here's what I'll say. Um, Everyone, like in my head, I always assume like people think artists, and they might not, but think artists are like a stereotype. Like this is what they like, this is what they're they're into, this is mm. their kind of personality. But it's not, dude. It's all it's all over it's the so spectrum. So multifaceted, dude. and that's what I want yeah. people to know. Like there's there's artists that are like they're just you you'd see a piece of art and be like, I can probably guess what that person's like, and no, you can't. You'll right. you'll never nail it. Yeah, you'll yeah. always fail at that because it's so. It's so it's so much different than that. Like you, when you get to know artists, like I've sat down and talked to them, and you just find out all this stuff about me. Like, man, you are not who I. When I look at your stuff, I go, okay, this is probably what he does on his Friday night. This is kind yeah, of what he's yeah, into. Yeah. Like, I would have never thought you were into comics just because looking at your art. You, you, your artwork is fine art. It's not contemporary. I think that's where I'm getting, like, uh, the creative slump that I mentioned. That I just feel bleh about it is be, not that I've mastered it by any means like there are people out there whose work that I look at and just go wow yeah and I know that I that's like, everybody I've, I've always said that about like art though like I can do that we were talking before about like the guy who was playing guitar and like mm -hmm. I realize and recognize when I look at that that I'm not going to be able to do that yeah but I've always looked at like art for the most part there's stuff that I can't do. Yeah. But like that, like paint something, I can do that. Yeah. You know, and I, it was just always that. And I think it was this uh, this inflated ego of like, yeah, I'm Michael Romeo. Yeah. You know. Well, even with the last name like Romeo. It yeah, makes sense. it's just, it's. I think that's the it's Italian. With age, it's become a lot more subdued as far. Like, I realize that I'm good and I know that I'm good at like certain things. Good, yeah. But it's, uh, unfortunately, it's hard to break into that and make money doing yeah. that work. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. I had wanted to mention something actually. I don't know how long you have left to do this. Um, we can go for a little bit longer. Um, we got a little bit. We can we can kind of okay land the plane or whatever people say. There I was I care. so I wrote <sighs> crap. I feel like there's so much shit I wanted to talk about. And I mean, it just look, it never look, happened, dude. Dude, look, there's multiple podcasts upon multiple. I'd like I wanted to do at least one a week, and so. Uh, and this probably won't be the last one. Matter of fact, there's a lot more I want to get in with you. We did kind of BS for a lot of the beginning. I, I like I, that. I like that. I, I enjoy um, that. We just probably have to come back and just okay. do another episode, dude. I, if I must. Yes. Oh, if you must. Jesus. I am Michael, Michael Romeo. Romeo. <laughs> dude, I said that. So when I met yeah. my, my ex now, um, like I'd gone to school with her. And like I had gone around, like so I hitchhiked across the country. Did I tell you that no. story ever? No. Okay, See, that's dude. a whole See? other podcast, See, dude. man. Okay, so All right, we're definitely gonna have to do this again. Cause I want, I, I absolutely want to hear about that. It's fucking nuts. It was one of yeah. the best times of my life. How many times did you almost get murdered? I feel like only once, oh, actually. At least there's one. Well, see, uh, so many. Well, there was this one time. Okay, 
So now you're thinking about it. Now let's save it for the next one. All right. Next so <laughs> I was gonna say, as far as like art, you had mentioned like what your favorite movie was, right? Yeah. Okay. And I was gonna like if that question had come up, I would have said that it changes based on what I've seen most recently. Okay. Yeah. Well, it should. Like sure. Spider Verse. Have you seen Dude, Into the Spider Verse? I loved Spider Verse. Holy one shit. of the. Best wow. pieces of artwork I've ever seen wow. in a movie, and like the story, and it was great. The, the acting, the director, it, it was, was great. The, the part where it's like cartoon, but then three D cart, and then it changed, and the the soundtrack. Yeah, I'm I'm super fan. The, the beginning, just like from the opening frame, where like the uh, that statue that is that production company's thing just changes. Oh yeah, you're sucked Flips right into out. it. Yeah, you know, yeah. dude, it and was so good. It's wonderful how they do it. Of like, all right, let's do this one last time, and they run through the whole yeah. Spider Man thing. It was extremely well written it's not just like the the music and the graphics and the way they did it that way yeah. but you're right the storyline was superb i was thinking about that on the way down here actually and i have a question about this movie all right you've seen it here's my i, I like pick movies apart okay because i'm i love movies so like i continuity editing is something that is big yeah, yeah. with me like in uh, oceans 11 brad pitt and george clooney are talking at the bar yeah brad pitt's glass level just keeps changing every time they oh, go back to him and, that, and it's like you have a, your job like speaking of jobs the job, job is just to watch this and make sure the glass is the same level yeah like yeah i walked home from a lot of jobs but i could figure out that that is not the same level 40 different times when you cut back to the guy. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway. There's a lot of that. Actually, there's like a whole thing. I think I saw there like people, like old movies. Oh, there's a podcast I was listening to where they bring that up. Like, oh, yeah? Always these films where the continuity just shot where a guy's talking. He's like, yeah, Lieutenant Murdoch. And he turns back and the guy has a jacket and he goes back, cuts back, and got jacket's off. And then he goes back, cuts back, jacket's back on. It's like, what's this guy doing standing in the office just putting and taking his jacket off? <laughs> um, That's how you know he's mad or at the, you. Did you see the Game of Thrones thing with the Starbucks cup? Like in it, yeah. yeah. I didn't but see that. That but was I heard a, about that. That was a the best episode I've seen since uh, the mountain squished Pedro's head. In uh, that see, show. I didn't watch any Game of Thrones, dude. Oh, uh, oh my god, that's dude. I had nightmares about that. Okay, so with uh, Spider Verse, yeah. How did back to art? How did Gwanda? Oh, get into the school. You have the same question I did because I didn't. The glitch happened. I'm just saying, like, how did she get enrolled in the academy that she's, like, pretending to be in? She has a girl's uniform, yeah. right? Because she has to run into Miles there, right? Yeah. That's her whole thing. And she knows that it's Miles because her spider sense directed spider her to sense the academy. Yeah. How did does she, she get into the academy? She just walks in and grabs a uniform, and teacher's like, okay, this well, is a new girl. Is the spider. No, she, probably. That's, I had a, no. Yeah, no, it's fine. Come on, it's man. No, that's my only... Only gripe with that thing. silly Well, that movie. movie's ruined for me, so but I'll I, never get to watch it again. It's just like I can never... I don't know how you did that. Like, So you landed in a fake universe, right? And So if you and I are Spider-Man, and I land in the fake universe, right? Or not fake universe, but your universe. Yeah. I have to find you, and my Spider-Sense directs me to your school. Yeah. And I am a stranger in this place. How would I go about... <laughs> getting enrolled in the school and finding out what classes you have so that I end up sitting next to um, you at the class. I might solve this for you. Because I think Please do. even in the multiverse of the same age, there's a possibility that her multiverse, she actually still goes to that school. Oh, and so she's that's already enrolled sick. In See, that's an easy answer, and I wish somebody had said it to me a while well, there you ago. Go. Okay. You're welcome. I was thinking of the scene today, I'm walking down here of uh, Gawanda, and just like, wait a minute, your name is Gawanda? <laughs> <laughs> that movie was, what's your, uh, just to, what's your favorite movie? Um, right now, actually, it's at Eternity's Gate. It's Never the, even seen it. Is it super Willem, It's Willem Dafoe playing Van Gogh. Oh, very cool. You say Van Gogh? I, I do, because it Van sounds Gogh? like... Like Van Gogh. 
Yeah. It's Willem Dafoe playing that guy, but Willem Dafoe, first of all, is a weird actor to watch. It's yeah. like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's entertaining. Dude, I love it. Um, I actually like Nicolas Cage as an I actor. I love Nicolas uh, Cage. Ever since I saw Face Off, I was like, yeah, this guy can act. Have you seen Mandy? No. It is twisted. It's shot in like this 80s style, and okay. it's weird. It's about Nicolas Cage and his girlfriend, and this cult comes upon him, and Nicolas Cage goes full Nicolas Cage at yeah. the end. There's a scene at the end, which is one of my favorites, where he's he has an axe, and he's fighting with two bad guys, and the one bad guy was doing coke off his glass table, and in the midst of the fight, the glass table breaks, and they're like struggling against the wall, and Nicolas Cage goes, you're in my shit, man, you're in my shit, and he kills the guy. Full Nicolas Cage. Picks yeah. up a piece of the broken glasses, and he's like, Jesus, <laughs> what is happening in this movie? It's fantastic. Okay, cool. But at Eternity's Gate is uh, Willem Dafoe being uh, Vincent Van Gogh in his final years. And there's uh, Oscar Isaac. Okay, is yeah. Gauguin. I don't know. And uh, another artist. Okay. Um, see, there's this, I don't know a lot of... Uh, I don't really know. I know the names. Stuff. And it okay, makes... Yeah. See, that's been my thing. Is like my lexicon is pretty much made up of just words that I was like, ooh, that sounds like I'm smart. I'm going to keep that around in my little arsenal here. It's how I pick like up the, women, you know? It's uh, like, oh, he's so smart. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, ooh, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Um, one more thing before, because we can we can pull it to end. Um, I want to ask about art. So you've been doing it for a while. You like the watercolor. You, you mm. feel like you're um, in a, a lull right now. What yeah. is... Um, what are you thinking, dude? Like, what do you want to What do you want to go next? I want to like, start doing murals, actually. Like, I got I want to get up, man, I, uh, as the... Uh, the graffiti writers so, say, I want to get up. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm fascinated by the different um, effects that you can achieve with spray paint and the different caps that yeah. you use to get different effects. I've done a little bit of that. Yeah. I've done a little, not the mural part, but I had some buddies in San Antonio. They're actually, um, they're a big group that do a bunch of murals. Oh, yeah. Murals, they're um, Los Otros. They're like a group of painters. Uh, one, of them, of one of the guys' name is Soup Loss. I actually know, knew him personally. I don't really talk to him. I think he's in a book that I have of graffiti uh, artists. He does um, photorealistic but with spray paint. He's super big in Santa. He's actually super big all over the, the place. He goes to like California and does them. Um, one of the coolest guys I ever met. And mm-hmm. when I first moved to San Antonio, I met him as an artist. And he was like, hey, uh, we do live paint. He, he does like these giant, like goes to San Diego, does these big giant murals. Then comes back and does these small little like, there was this um, small bar called King's Barbecue. And okay. it was like this big backyard. And they would do, him and his buddies would be like, hey, we're just putting on a live show. We just go, we drink beers, and we we paint. And I was like, let me let me join. He's like, all right, yeah. And so I would set up with my watercolor stuff, and they'd be painting. I would just like, had a ta- I did a whole table set up to work with them. Right. Um, but he told me some stuff, and he showed me a little bit of the ropes. I tried it, and it sucked so bad. Fascinating. I was horrible at spray painting. But he would do photorealistic stuff. So yeah, if you want to check out his stuff, if you're listening to okay. this, I think I think it's at Soup Laws, okay. Soup like uh, eating soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L A W S. Yeah, and the the group is called Los Otros. Um, okay. They're just they're phenomenal. But yeah, you should check their stuff out. They're yeah, really good. I've been dabbling in the spray paint. Like you saw the galaxies that I did, and those are super easy and super yeah. fun to make. Um, it just it feels like that's and I haven't done it, and I feel the. Uh, the other uh, drag, I guess, mm-hmm. like I can't I haven't done this in so long. I really want to spray paint something. Yeah. Um, that being said, I haven't done anything around Albany that I would. Yeah, I think like, I don't even know. I had an idea for a mural that I was wanting to do, but it wasn't like um, it wasn't a. Uh, I don't even want to give it out because I might end up doing it later. I, Actually, I'll keep that on the DL. 
I, have I might a, tell you about it all, off the podcast. Right on. I have I have a mural that my friend wants me to do that eight by twenty two foot wall. Yeah, I'm just that, like that's to I'm, be like I'm gonna start my mural uh, career. This is. It's just who I am, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't even ask for it, dude. We were just like, I went out and I saw his house and I'm walking around, like, this is great. And he just said, he's like, I think I want you to do a mural on this wall for okay. me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Are yeah. you serious? Really? He's like, yeah, I'm like, what? He's like, do whatever Anything. you want, whatever you want. It's me. So I just got to go Michael out there. Michael C. Romeo. Dude, just a self portrait of you being awesome. I have to go sit there. Awesome. I, I have to sit there and actually, like, look at the wall. I have to communicate. Yeah, with you're going to have to. You have to, you know? Like, Put your hand on it. I want. I had an idea actually of putting like a moon up there somewhere in this mural and just having my face in it. That's what I think. You know what I mean? But I don't know how. Like slightly made of cheese. I was like just pushing. Like you know, it was a game. What was it? Like it was like pins, right? And you would push your hand against the pin, like something like that effect, where you could push my face against the wall. And my, I'm telling my friend this. He's like, I will absolutely happily push your face against the wall as hard as you want, so that it stays there. I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. This is a terrible idea. (laughs) This is bad. Well, I'm stoked that you. I mean, I'm sad that you're going through a lot. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I love your artwork. When I first saw it, I was like, dude, this stuff is. Um, not that you need any bigger of a head, but you, you are an extremely talented artist. Thank you and, very much. Um, Thank you. I think so you are should you, continue. Man. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, I do appreciate that. I think uh, when I first saw your stuff, the first thing that even my wife saw, she was like, you need to illustrate something. Like you, you've got um, it, it very, I think I, uh, I said this before. I'm trying to, I'm trying to use different words, but okay. it's just, it's they're they're landscapes, but they're not. They're like magical and mystical landscapes. And That's it doesn't very sound nice. Thank like you. Thank I don't you. want people to be like, well, this guy just paints unicorns and forests or stuff. It's not like that. It's just it's not it's like a, either an early morning like setting or it's super foggy evening where it's just it's just not landscapes that you normally see and that's what thrilled me about it because it's really cool. I appreciate that and I, sometimes they happen really nicely um, um, and I am I, Buddha last words said strive on untiringly and that's what I try to do cool. now man like just keep at it it's uh, so more will be coming I'm sure. Yeah no I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked and we're going to have you I'm definitely going to have you on the podcast. Is that a list um, of questions that we just didn't do? No, these are, yeah, they're kind of a jumping off points of just being like, what if we don't have enough to talk about, which did not happen that with is, us whatsoever. <laughs> um, and so that, that this I'm not worried about, but it was like a few things that I wanted to hit, which I basically did them all um, on, not even on purpose, uh, but we, That's these great. are things that were going through my brain just in case I forgot something that I really was wanting to touch on. But um, yeah, I mean, give a shout out to your stuff so people can look you up and follow you. Um, and, and I'm like at M. Romeo underscore arts on Instagram, M. Romeo arts on Facebook. Uh, you can email me at M. Romeo arts at gmail.com. Yeah. I am Michael C. Romeo. I'm an artist. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's perfect. And if you guys, uh, um, if you guys want to follow the gallery, it's at Vocare gallery, uh, Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to email the gallery with questions, um, or anything like that, it's, uh, Vocare art gallery at gmail.com. Um, and I think that I think the only thing. Oh, do I want to plug this real quick? We do have a, a show coming up. It's September sixth. It's uh, uh, that Friday. It's first Friday, um, from five to nine. We got three artists that are um, pretty phenomenal, and so I'm super stoked about that. It's gonna be a good time. So if you're in the Albany area, um, put that on your calendar. Come uh, say what's up. And, uh, and these shows are out. fantastic. You should I enjoy. I love absolutely them. Come I love them. Um, but yeah, uh, appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Later. Bye.